Sensei America. This is the Superior Living Sensei broadcast. We are very excited on a Wednesday afternoon. It's been way too long. The news keeps piling up, but we're going to try to be really concise. Uh, We'll give you a a quick roundup, though. We were on a, a panel yesterday, a Zoom panel, with Angel City Sports, they're like our favorite organization, charitable organization that we're involved in. They do great things. Look up Angel City Sports. But the point was we're on this panel with like this, uh, this coach, Lavin, who came, became like our best buddy. And uh, he's like a UCLA legend, UCLA basketball coach. He, he was a Coach Wooden disciple. And he's an ESPN broadcaster. And he said that he really enjoyed riffing with us, meaning that he's a broadcaster, like he's a legit guy that gets paid a lot of money to talk on air, live, and to entertain people, you know, during a basketball game, adding color and commentary. And because of this podcast and our experience chatting with you all quite consistently over the past several months, you know, we were able to hold our own in that space. So thank you for that. And uh, hopefully tonight will be very much worth your time because this is the red pilling of, of Will Smith. And to say that he got red pilled might be an understatement. Um, to say that he's figured it out would be an overstatement by any stretch of the, the imagination. But such a fitting video and beautiful video that the destroyer sent me. And look, when, when people send me content, the reality is I'm not going to watch it unless the destroyer sends it to me and says, I must watch it. So I'm like, okay, what is this? Right? It's Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. I had kind of heard some, something about them was going on, but I didn't really pay attention to that. I don't really pay attention to that type of thing. But this video, you must watch this video. The destroyer told me I must watch it and you must watch this video because it is... Everything we're doing here at the Way of the Superior Living Sensei podcast is everything we're about right now in one 10 to 15 minute video. It's brutal. It is like the equivalent of reading the uncomfortable book about relationships, watching this couple interact and full credit all credit to both Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith for making this video. It was brilliant, but it's brutal. And they're sitting around this red table and they're addressing their fans and everyone who is up all up in their business because Jada Pinkett Smith had an affair. And the the brutal part is like you can just see Will Smith is barely holding it all together like his eyes are all red and watery like he's been up all night pacing around he wants to kill her like he wants to jump over that little red table and strangle her to death and she opens the video with like some namaste all love craziness and like you can just you you want to kill her for him in that space in that moment but first and foremost full credit to them to just come out there and do that. It was the perfect move, the perfect play, and it it gives an incredible window of insight and so many things to unpack in that video alone. So we're going to try to get to to most of it. But the underlying truth is, is that there is a lack of 
polarity in the world right now, meaning there's a lack of the masculine-feminine attraction um, just because of society, because of, because of things. It's no one's fault in particular. It's just something that David Data has described and has been describing for the past 20 years or so, this whatever you want to call it, wave feminism that has taken over the culture and really emasculated men and made women quite masculine. You know, some of that's good. Uh, A lot of it, uh, with respect to relationships, awful. And really, you're seeing things like... Okay, so here's the thing. Things like this are happening to to every couple all the time. Um, So this is... I don't really know the explicit details of this, but from that red table video, something to the effect of, you know, Will and Jada Smith are like America's couple. They've been together forever, have a great, beautiful family together, um, just like the super couple that everyone loves. And just like any other couple, I'm sure they've had their ups and downs throughout. But in this case, it seems like they took a, they took a break. They were taking a break from each other, but... The terms seemed to be that they weren't going to see other people, but they were just going to take some space and get quiet and, and, do, and get some separation. And uh, during that time period, she had the affair, it came out, and you know, Will is very upset about that. Now, and Will is even saying, like, it's just brutal. Like, he, you, can hear, you can hear it in his voice. He's very hurt, um, and he's blaming her, and he's saying he's going to get her back by having an affair back, which is totally normal and exactly what any, most every male would do. He's feeling completely emasculated in this moment. He's feeling completely cuckolded, cuckooed, cuckold, cucked in this moment. Like most of us, most of us men have, have been there and, and, and have felt that pain that, and this is the brutal truth and this is the, the Superior Living Sensei podcast that we caused because we are responsible for the relationship. So he has not, as of yet, as of that video, come to the realization that the, the reason that she had an affair was because he depolarized the relationship or the relationship became depolarized and he is actually responsible for that even if, you know, both, it takes two to tango, but he is responsible for the direction in the relationship. He needs to read the way the superior the man. Oh, and just on a personal note, in... in in our mission to repolarize the world, we've had uh, the last week or so. We've had we've, we've seen Bay more than we've seen her in the past three months. So it's looking very good. We're, we we don't know still. We're in that that nice space of not knowing, but things are better than they've been. So we've seen some evidence in our own life of just how you can make some subtle adjustments, which we'll get to at some other time, and repolarize any relationship that you're in, including one that seems to have been totally depolarized. So that's the great news for, for Will Smith is he can repolarize that, but he's got some work to do. He's got to get to work, and the work is not to have an affair. Okay, that would be a very average kind of easy way out and would not facilitate their life partnership. And what I love about them is they seem very committed to, having this, to continuing this life partnership, like ride or die. You know, bad marriage and all. They're very funny. It's, it, it's just you're, you're, you're cringing. You're, it's like a 15-minute like cringing episode, the equivalent of reading the 400-page brutal truth about relationships 
but you you love them you love them because they're just they're putting it out there and they are getting in front of it and they are and they're looks like they're working through it but he needs i would love to talk to him because i could i know i could in a very short amount of time like just just fix him up and and help that relationship become a better version an even better version than it already is which is fantastic it's a fantastic thing but it's so wonderful for them to show what's going on and for them to show everybody else that this is what it's like right it doesn't matter if you're will smith and jada pinkett smith your relationship has been depolarized usually usually by by marriage and you know i had a a, a small experience like that um for a, a short period of time when Vanessa and I were in martial law lockdown together and it just became like it became very quickly depolarized it was probably already headed in that direction for for reasons that I've mentioned in my previous podcast the red pilling of myself and then the first um the first edition the first seven chapters of the way the superior man those are our most popular podcasts by far knowing that we're on the right track here and then other synchronicities like this story arising and the story being sent to me by Shiva and this story probably is one of the biggest stories of the weekend was this whole thing because people love gossip and people love salaciousness but I like this story because of the psychological component of this this event and this is totally emblematic of what's happening in the world right now and that's a total depolarization relationship so I'm just gonna now I'm speculating now so I've told you kind of the facts of what I know of that please go watch that video it's like the Jada you can't miss it it's Will Smith Jada Pick Pinkett Smith uh, red table <laughs> cringing video. That's probably the best way to describe it. But so here, here's what I imagine happened over the course of a long marriage, a, a successful marriage, and it's it was pretty well known in Hollywood circles that they had had affairs and they had kind of like the, the relationship probably got depolarized very quickly. Usually with family, you know, and when you have family and you start, it's really hard to keep the heat, the heat in a relationship, the sexual polarity, meaning the attraction. And I mentioned this before, I, I can't mention it enough, but uh, Esther Perel, the, the goddess of sex therapy now, like she's in the new Dr. Ruth, better version, 2.0, um, says that what makes sex hot, but we can just say what makes polarity in a relationship is separation, fear of loss, and unpredictability. Now, what do we all do? What do we all do when we enter into a relationship? You know, I know what I did was I wanted to eradicate the fear of loss <laughs> right out, right out of the way. And so you stop being that attractive man and you put your girlfriend in the box that's kind of elusive, that's high status, that's, that's uh, difficult to pin down. You know, the whole reason that you got, you know, you were, that this woman was attracted to you in the first place uh, you, you will kill by trying to, to remove the fear of loss from this relationship. And I think that's normal. Like, of course you want security and safety, but it's just, you have to understand that as you do that, whatever sacrifice you make for that need is a huge sacrifice, meaning you're going to depolarize the relationship. What can save that a lot of times is if you have separation. So that's why living together is always seen as like this really drastic step that might not necessarily be a good thing. And I have this, I keep having this vision in my mind, and I think there were some like old movie stars that did this of a house that 
that had a bedroom, one bedroom, one master bedroom upstairs, and then the the bottom floor was entirely split in two with separate entrances on on like opposite sides of the street. In other words, it's like so. The back of the house is the front of the the street the, the of one street, and then the front of the house, or, or the front of the house is the front of another house. You get the idea. The idea is that the that as soon as you you leave the bedroom in the morning and go down to your respective domains, they're separate. So someone like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith could absolutely afford that. They could have separate houses, but that's just an easy way for uh, you know them to get a little separation, daily separation, which they probably didn't have enough of, quite frankly. And it probably happened very early on that with all their family and their kids, they're just on top of each other all the time. And that kills polarity. Okay. So uh, I think my, my guess is you've got to have at least two of these things operating. If, if, if three of them are gone, the polarity will be gone in the relationship. The excitement will be gone in the, the relationship and you'll be like friends. And if that's okay with you, which it never is, which it, which it never, never will be, um, then you can make it work. But it, it, it's like it, the, all the spice will be out. And it just happens. It just, it just happens. So a little bit of this will happen. But if you're conscious of it and aware of it, you can bring the spice back into it. Unpredictability is something you can 100% bring in. Even if you have, if you want to eradicate the fear of loss and you want to eradicate the separation, you can still be romantic and unpredictable with your partner. And that means, you know, showing up with flowers one day, you know, and then, you know, maybe like, like saying, pack your bags, honey, we're just going on a trip another day. Things like that. You can, like, like that's just basic stuff that you can do to increase the polarity in a relationship. But if you want it to really, really keep it hot, it's separation. And, you know, so we're advising, you know, we're, we're working with clients. We have a client we worked with yesterday. He's trying to get a woman. And we're just, we're, we're kind of layering all this stuff onto the modern way of... Um, attracting women, which is on your phone and on the internet. So whether you're using, we're not big on the apps, but uh, if you know, we, you, you, no matter what, even if you meet a woman out and you get her phone number, you're going to be texting them, right? That's the preferred me- method of um, conversation. The, the great thing about texting is you can you can put all of this stuff into your texting game. Interesting. Uh, the, we, the book, The Game, just arrived at the house. One of the guys ordered it, and, and I had read that many years ago, but I'm rereading it again. It is just, it's on point. It's as on point right now as it was then, probably even more on point now because we've become so depolarized. And the game, all the game is, is just techniques to outwardly express polarization with women to attract women. The uncomfortable book about relationships is like the is like the the next level of when you're in a relationship what's actually going on and all the childhood trauma and the stuff that we're super super interested in um, because at a certain point at a certain age the game stuff is just it's good to know but it's just is like you don't necessarily you're not about picking up a bunch of women anymore that's for a season or two of your life whether you're a man or a woman and then you're really i mean for me anyways for from a growth perspective it's all about that 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 really intimate special relationship that you want to focus on to help you grow so the 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 game 
is just all about polarity. And it's like different techniques, ways of behavior in the real world where you can express polarity with texting and all forms of digital communication we'll call texting is uh, there, there's ways you can put polarity in your texting. Okay, so there's, there's ways to put separation in your texting. How do you do that? Well, you don't, it's just not like you're not so available, right? You just don't make yourself super, super available. Uh, unpredictability. When you're having a conversation with someone, when you're, when you're like really kind of like vibing with someone via a nice little text banter, some humor is involved, just leave at the top. Just leave. Just leave instead of like, milking it milking it milking it forever so just leave and then come back in like a few hours if you want or come back the next day you know these are just like these are things that 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 a natural a natural would just do anyways like a natural uh, man that's good at attracting women would just do any rate anyways because they're super busy um you know like a high status type of man will just doesn't have time to be texting all day right so you don't want to give that impression but it's not even really about that it's just about being unpredictable and then when you when you leave that when you allow for space when you allow them to 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 text you and you don't have to respond you don't have to put an emoji on it (laughs) you don't have to do anything you just let it you let it hang there you know they're like oh where'd he go Where'd he go? That's fear of loss. You can really use texting to your um, advantage in bringing polarity back to the world. That's what we've done. We've done that, you know, quite a bit. Even even with 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 Bay, there, there are some things we we um, stopped doing entirely. Like when we were feeling needy, uh, we just put the phone down, and we've made a practice now of having the phone down. The phone down's now for us. We are down. Uh, I haven't even looked, but. Most most days the phone's down. Eighteen hours or so, totally down and away. So that leaves about six hours. Those six hours, we're working. Like we're we're actually creating content. We're on, like that Zoom seminar we did with Angel City Sports last night for like three hours. You know we're doing calls with our clients. And those that includes all that time. And so you know we're not spending a lot of time being a voyeur on social media. And we're not even really creating a lot of content, content on social media. So unpredictability, fear of loss, and separation. And these are all very related, but there's, it's just easy. It's like once you kind of like you memorize those three things, uh, life becomes it's like you don't have to memorize much more than that. You don't have to know techniques. You don't have to know pickup lines. Just know that that is what will make you attractive to a woman. So I guess this is for the fellas, but in, in a more broader picture around this uh, red pilling of Will Smith, it, that's just a device, the title, because it's those, those podcasts, the red pilling of XYZ, tend to get a lot of listens because of the title. So we're going to keep it there. He hasn't really been red pilled yet because the real red pilling of Will Smith would be when he says, wow, it's not her. It's not Jada. It's me. I did this. Or I'm, it, I, you know, we co-created this thing, this happening, but I am responsible for it. That's the big red pilling. Man is responsible for the direction in a relationship. It's just, that's just the way it is. Um, here's some interesting examples of polarity. So today, right, we talked about how um, <laughs> Orlando Bloom was talking to Neil Strauss in... 
the uncomfortable book about how, you know, he was like, I think he was married to Miranda Kerr and he was just sick of her. Like Miranda Kerr at the time was one of the top models, maybe the top model in the world. And he was like sick of marriage at that point. Why? Because he, he got familiar with her and he didn't, he didn't understand that he's responsible for that. It's not marriage's fault. It's not Miranda's fault. He is responsible for the polarity in the relationship. And I'm sure he uh, regrets that. Maybe he knows that now. Maybe he understands that now. Um, but she comes back. She comes full circles because we mentioned that, that tidbit a few podcasts ago. And she comes full circle when we hear the story of how she had to go after the Instagram guy who she's with now and married to and I think they even have a baby together so it's like they're happily ever after so this is amazing the Instagram guy who's like this nerd Asperger's tech guy um, who's uh, Evan something or other no I'm not sure I mean, that, that might be the Snapchat guy I don't know I, I forget uh, Kevin Systrom Kevin Systrom of Instagram so a billionaire Right? They're at a fashion show together. He's sitting next to her, and she's like very interested in him, showing indications of interest, like basically hitting on the guy, but he's so he's an intelligent guy, and he's probably super Asperger's out, so he's not picking up on any of the cues. Thank God. Thank God. Because he just felt like, oh, she's not interested in me. There's no way she would be interested in me. So what does he do? He behaves just because of that like, like a true alpha. Like a true alpha, he behaves like, oh, um, he's thinking in his mind she's not interested in me, but he's behaving towards her like I, he's not interested in her because he's not going to waste his time even talking to someone that he has no shot with. So he like, is kind of like standoffish with, with her. By accident, right? He has no game, but he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, why would this beautiful woman want, why is she talking to me? <laughs> you know, so he's like, he's playing it perfectly without realizing it. So it's, it's all God's grace in a lot of cases. Then, she might have even, I'm not sure, I don't remember the story entirely, but she might have given him, like, he, he's not talking to her, so she's getting more and more attracted to him. Right, because he's fear of loss, separation, you know, unpredictability. She's like, "Why is this guy not interested in me?" Women love challenge. Women love a challenge, and so she's like, "Wow, if this guy's not interested in me, he must be really something." So I think she even gives him her, her number, and what does he do? Because he's still thinking the same thing, he doesn't call her. Because he's like, no way that this woman's interested in me. I mean, it's all God's grace. Like God was was lined up for Instagram billionaire even more. So, and it's the second time in his life that his Asperger's worked for him. The first time was Instagram and a billion dollars. And the second time was when he had no clue what was going on. And so he doesn't even call her. And then she finds his email and emails him because that was it for her. When, when he acted like he wasn't attracted to her, this is all stuff in the game, right? But he didn't even know. He did this unintentionally when he acted like he wasn't attracted to her. And then when he didn't call her, when she gave him her number, that was it for her. She was totally in love. And that's the hilarity of attraction. And 
the hilarity of polarization and the great thing that the game reminded me of in like the first 22 pages that I just skimmed through is that just be contrarian, which is great because that's our whole thing is be contrarian, meaning don't be like every other guy. So every other guy that would ever, first of all, every other guy would not have the opportunity to sit next to Miranda Kerr, but every other guy that does sit next to Miranda Kerr is probably salivating over her, trying to pick her up, telling her how beautiful she is, pursuing her, pursuing her, trying to get her number, being super aggressive, right? And then here's this nerdy Instagram guy who, without even thinking about it, is just playing it totally cool. Because he doesn't think she's interested in him. And so she's intrigued. Why? Because he's probably the first man in the history of the world that has sat next to her and not tried to hit on her. That's polarity. That's how you repolarize the world. You can start today. All of this stuff you can start today. And this is for, and I've been saying this, this is for my single brothers out there that are perpetually single. It's time to... uh, Get off the sidelines, get on the field, because the whole point of this polarity thing and to be in a relationship thing is not to be in a relationship. It's to grow because of the relationship, and nothing, I repeat, nothing will help you grow faster than if you're willing to do the work within the context of a relationship, your intimate relationship, that goes for men and that goes for women also. It is the perfect vehicle for growth. You layer on top of that mindfulness. You, play, you layer on top of that some deep therapeutic experiences, perhaps a coach, perhaps an actual therapist, and you can really make quantum leaps in your life via the relationship vehicle. This is Sensei America. This is the red pilling of Will Smith. What a dude. <laughs> And this is the Superior Living Sensei podcast. A pleasure. We're going to catch you up with some other stuff, maybe even later tonight. If not tonight, then tomorrow. We'll talk to you soon. Good night.